Hello and welcome to Women in Pop, the podcast. My name is Danny DePorto and before I introduce today's guest, let's talk about Women in Pop magazine issue five. It is out in the shops now with the legendary Pink on the cover. Inside, we have an eight-page feature on Pink where we look back at her career and explore the impact she's made on women in the music industry and the feminist movement in general. We also have interviews with Belinda Carlisle, Jess Kent, Tandy Phoenix, Emma Louise and Robinson. Plus, we take a look back at the career of the goddess of pop, none other than the iconic Cher. It is in the shops now, and to find a store near you, you can go to womenandpop.com forward slash retailers, or you can also buy and subscribe online at womenandpop.com forward slash subscribe. And now, on to today's show. We are very excited to have on our show, all the way from New Zealand, the wonderful Thea. She has been releasing music since 2015 and first came to worldwide prominence in 2016 with the massive hit Rome, which became the biggest worldwide hit by a New Zealand artist that year. She's also just released the single Candy from her upcoming EP and is joining us today to tell us all about herself and her industry. Thea, hello. Welcome to Women in Pop. Hey, thank you for having me. And welcome to Australia. You've been here a few weeks now. How's it going? It's so good. I love it. I've done so many cool sessions here. I love the city. I love the people. I love the vibe. It's amazing. And we love your music. Congrats on the latest single, on the EP in general. How are you finding that this newest batch of music is being received? It's been amazing. I think that it's really special being in Sydney, like after the release of Candy, especially because there's just been so much positivity and encouragement and yeah, admiration. It's amazing. I love it. And I'm I, very I feel happy. Like it's, yeah, it's not just a song. It's it's a lifestyle. I love the vibe <laughs> of the music and uh, all of the visuals around it. I've got a beautiful lollipop in front of me, guys. You can't see it, but believe me, it's it's awesome. It's got your face on it <laughs> with that wonderful album art. Tell us about making all of this. Did you actually dive into a bull pit of candy? <laughs> it looks like a bull pit. It, it essentially was. It felt like it. Um, so I was sitting on a seat and then there was basically like a, a ridge, like of a cardboard, uh, what would you even call it? I don't know, but like a little, like a little cardboard thing that um, like, kind of slotted into my neck. Like, like a frill, a collar, sort of a, a funnel? Kind of, yeah, like a big platform, like a big um, square platform with sides on it that kind of slotted nicely into um, my collarbone area and it was all filled up with a couple of kgs of um, sweets and candy. And then behind me, the same, except like stuck with PVC glue to kind of be like a wall behind me. So the whole thing, and glitter as well, glitter everywhere. So it was kind of funny because the first verse of the track goes glitter on my teeth got all over me and I seriously had glitter on my mouth and it was hilarious yeah so I just snack on it as we were going to keep the energy up you oh know? be rude not to <laughs> yeah absolutely so let's let's talk about the music itself it's it's got quite a diversity of influences to my ear it's sort of that classic pop with everything else thrown in for really good mix what's what's made you this artist today what are your influences well I mean I I have, there's so many women that I look up to in music and for different reasons, you know, um, everyone who I'm really attracted to and inspired by is extremely idiosyncratic and just completely um, themselves and kind of trailblazers in their own way. And so, you know, since I was 
a really, really young teenager, I just always idolized Amy Winehouse just because of like her lyricism and the emotion and you know and then other artists like when Gaga came along I was like oh my gosh thank you lord like it was amazing um so avant-garde Bjork Bjork blew my mind um Madonna I'm wearing one of her t-shirts the supreme collab t-shirt today seriously everyone Stevie Nicks Rihanna you know the list goes on so I think anyone who's just so themselves and kind of just doesn't really care what other people think of them and just wants to really express themselves however that is is like my hero and I really adore amazing lyricism and plays on words and metaphors and production that's you know very ahead of its time like I love Charlie XEX and um, we kind of spoke before about Teddy Sinclair who um, whose artist name was Natalia Kills but now has her own project Cruel Youth as well and you know yeah I'm just basically inspired by everyone who is just doing their thing and that just wants to be different you know so that's I, fab. I absolutely love that. Tell me more about how you see yourself. Who are you as an artist? What is your thing? What is that message you're bringing to the world with your music? I feel like I'm just at the stage where I just I also I too don't really care like I don't want to um, pander or try and put myself in a box or try and make music for anyone specific or anything I just truly want to um, create music that I love and that I feel is kind of you know um, fresh and experimental and that just combines all the things I love so I'm forever you know trying to like push the limits of my prod and push my lyricism and push my vocal even like I feel the past few releases I've done I'm really starting to let go like when I first began my journey in music I mean obviously I loved my music and I'm so grateful for where it's taken me but I definitely feel like I'm becoming a lot freer and just a lot more comfortable in myself as like a woman as an artist as a just as you know as a person so I feel like everything is really starting to just be a lot more free and um kind of just I don't mean, care beyond the natural passage of time just growing up what do you think it is that's really supported your evolution into this really self-possessed self-aware self-confident woman and musician oh gosh it's a really hard question I I think I really, I don't know. I just think being thrown into such a full-on industry, but also keeping, like, trying to... It, it's an ongoing battle because I feel like um, any person who gets thrown into something, you know, like, I didn't even expect that Rome was going to take off like it did. So all of a sudden, it's like, I'd never performed before. I'm just having to jump and learn from everything. I feel like when you're thrown into that situation, you either you kind of do like either sink or swim or that like fight or flight kind of thing. And I think that first I felt like I was honestly just in shock. And then eventually I was like, honestly, this is so cool. I really want to push myself. I just want to grow from it. And I, you know, growing up and everything, like I'm being a very insecure and very sensitive and anxious person, like truly. And I just feel like I'm, I, you know, I still battle with those things but I just think you just make a decision and I'm like whatever I'm honestly just going to go for it and 
also just trying to make that conscious decision not to feel jaded and to feel continual inspired because this is everything that I want and I just I live to create if I'm not creating I just don't feel like myself so yeah kind of making a conscious decision I suppose to like look at everything kind of with that childlike wonder and to you know make sure that I am always pushing myself and feeling challenged and being inspired by people and working with people I really love and making stuff that I like you know I'm a creator and truly making things that I believe in and that I love and just always continually pushing forward I think that's what makes me you know like who I am and just trying to let everything as much as I can like help me to grow and learn from stuff and yeah hey look I think other women no matter what industry they're in can learn from that message you really just found yourself in the deep end truly yeah and you had to be while you were becoming yeah well it was either that or I just quit you know there were so many times in the early stages where I was like talking to my management and you know ringing home and going I don't know what I'm doing like I actually don't know if I can handle this it's just so hard we know you can we've seen you prove it yeah I'm like far out the amount of you know when you're thrown into something like that it's just um continually you feel like you're having things you didn't even know were a problem being touched like constantly like past traumas anything and so it's honestly yeah it's definitely been one of the coolest things to happen in my life because I feel that I have grown so so much Interesting. and um you know just truly became stronger and stronger well I'm wondering what kind of things unexpectedly in your personal development were thrown up by the fact that you've had this whirlwind success over the last couple of years anything that you'd like to uh, expose I mean, for all of those listeners some of them some of the well one of the major things I've already kind of talked about by way of releasing the song which was bad idea and mm. so um that was like i guess you know amongst the um plethora of um things that make up who i am self harm was um something that i've um you know also kind of struggled with since i was quite young and so obviously like i'm not a psychologist and i kind of touched on some of these things in various interviews and and the song and whatnot but you know it's definitely like triggering when you're in high stress situations or when you do feel so lonely or, you know, um, even the music that I write, like it is kind of a, there is a cathartic element to mm. writing my music. So just by doing what I'm doing and everything um, and being like in a stressful environment or you kind of, you know, just do feel really isolated and lonely sometimes. All those things are constantly and, and you know, even in media or online, the amount of kind of negative messages and things that happen or if you're put in, you know, I've been in like situations in promo which haven't been great or just just everything. Like I think my grandmother, who was like one of the ridge poles of my life, died just before I was about to move up so a whole bunch of things happened and so I just found myself just amongst just feeling completely lost in in a world that I just had knew nothing really about and didn't feel ready for um for everyone to like want to kind of grab a bit of me or know a bit of me all of those things kind of combined and meant that I began you know doing that Again, so I began self-harming again, and then a, a couple of years in, I finally started to, um, I came here to this very building and did a session and had never really spoken to anyone about anything. And then the song just started being made, and that's kind of, you know, been like a huge 
moment for me and my life and in my career as well just you know it was a big uh, uh yeah it was just like a huge point I think in me um acknowledging and beginning to heal and learning and opening up and helping others and yeah well that that's the thing it has I think it really has helped others this song has absolutely resonated with tons of people gained you a lot of fans but more importantly probably put some really important messages out there for for young people to give them some hope and some understanding of what they're going through I think we should ha- take a listen to Bad Idea right now. Cool, thank you. That's loud enough, I've had enough, can't handle myself, so I lock the door, lay on the floor, I think this will help my So, of course, taking it back to when that success really first hit you, when Rome came out in 2016, I know you weren't expecting it to, to take the world by storm quite like it did. You probably have some better perspective on, on that moment in your life now that you've got some distance from it. What was it like becoming a pop star <laughs> really overnight? Yeah, I mean, it, it was crazy. I look back at it and, you know, it was such a blessing and something so cool that happened like having craved success and wanting to be an artist you know as a career and everything so it it was you know for sure like you cannot get better um than what happened like that's amazing I think I look back on it and that moment with mixed feelings because I also remember obviously how overwhelming it was and it was really crazy and I think when you're in the moment it's really hard almost to um, take a step back and realize like what a cool opportunity it is and and how cool your situation is just because you are you kind of do feel like you're being slammed like you're in a storm or something so I kind of look back and um, I know there were moments when I was so excited like I remember when Roma only just came out in September and within that month I'd been confirmed to do my first tour which was with New Zealand artist Kings and also New Zealand artist Broods so that was really a big deal so I remember it was kind of bittersweet I remember really amazing things that just made me feel so excited and everything and then also obviously I remember like the emotional toll it kind of gave me but I also realized that I don't know it was just like a real defining moment for me and my life and enabled me to continue forward like to where I am now so you know look hey we get it I was also starstruck when I did a podcast with Broods for Women and Pop not long ago oh wow (laughs) but tell me like what are your hints and tips for taking your moments, having a little pause in the eye of the storm and really touching base with with gratitude. Totally. I think that I feel like you learn what kind of makes you tick the more things happen and whatnot. And so like I've learned strategies and ways of kind of looking after myself and um, what I can do when I'm feeling really stressed or, you know, if I'm feeling really triggered and to not kind of go into negative behaviors and things, you know, that can be harmful. And so I feel like for me, and it's different for every person, but that's also what's so cool is that every single person, you will 
find something that can automatically just calm you down and be a positive behavior that you can kind of like indulge in. So for me, I mean, I love, I love just listening to music. I love just being in my room, putting on my favorite candle and lying in bed on watching Netflix or something or I just I write all the time so on my phone or a book if I'm really struggling with something I'll write it down if I'm really stoked you know and really happy I'll write it down and I make sure that I can like call or text um you know some of my trusted family or friends get out into nature you know go eat something that I absolutely adore that's like a real cool like treat or something, you so, know. So it's about removing yourself from the situation, getting back to those simple pleasures. Totally. That's, Just whatever makes you tick. We it, can you all know. do that. That's good news. Yeah, I feel like, you know, sometimes you feel so overwhelmed and even breathing, that sounds like the most simple thing in the world. But truly, whenever I feel like so overwhelmed or I'm on the way to a studio session and I'm really anxious about it or anything, <laughs> my Uber, I just try and breathe. And, you know, and at the end of the day, sometimes just, you know, think of the things that I'm so grateful for and talk about it. You know, like I'll often talk to my manager about, hey, this was really amazing. This was amazing. And this is probably something I can work on or whatever, you know. Well, speaking of your manager, she's here. Another badass chicken music. <laughs> she is. You you have worked with a remarkable number of incredibly talented women I mean, from from the more typical on stage and performing and and writing all through to shooting your music videos. Tell me about the women in pop that you are dealing with day in and day out, not just in front of the camera, but behind the scenes. Totally. Yeah, I've honestly, I've been so blessed to to work with just the most incredibly talented, remarkable woman. Um, and it's been coincidental, right? You haven't been out there actively looking for women to work with. There yeah. just happens to be a lot coming up at the moment. Well, I suppose, for instance, with my music videos, Bye Bye, I think that was three releases ago now, I had this vision in my head and I found Frances Carter, who is just the most amazing photographer and cinematographer. I found her on Instagram was automatically obsessed, just could imagine what magic we could make together. And then told my manager, like I said, oh, I want this person for hair, this person for makeup, you know, this and this and this. And then she hooked them up and um, the same thing happened for the next video, Bad Idea. It took place in LA and I found Sailor Gonzalez, who's an incredible um, skater. And I saw her on a, a Vogue uh, Chicano style uh, video that they done and I was like all right she's badass so found her on Instagram and I you know it's not really and then obviously as we were talking about the artists that I really feel you know inspired me in my like formative years kind of thing I it's not until you look back and you're like wow they just happen to be a woman which is incredible and you know the producers I've been working with I um and songwriters they're incredible too. Like I recently worked with, I worked with Emily Warren on uh, Bad Idea. And I'm sure as you know, she's she's renowned. She's incredible. Her work with the Chainsmokers, she won a Grammy like the week before we worked together. So I was like, far out. You should be celebrating in, I don't know, Bora Bora or something. Um, and then I worked with, um, recently I've worked with Ceci, who 
her artist name is Sassy G. I adore her. She is the coolest woman ever. She played synth in Charlie XCX's band on her recent um, support slot with Taylor Swift. And we randomly met in this um, studio in Eagle Rock, LA, which was so random. And it was hilarious because even that, like, obviously you can edit this out if I'm going on too long, but I was, I was in the studio and I was working for about a week in sessions there. And the whole studio, like were very isolated rooms and you don't really see anyone. And I was in the courtyard, just, you know, kind of writing, I think a bridge to one of the songs that's on the EP. And then I heard this voice behind me go, oh my gosh, I love your hair. And I turned around and I'm like, oh my gosh, you're a woman. It was so cool because <laughs> I hadn't worked with any or really seen like any in LA. It was incredible. So we just started chatting and then um, I was like, hey, let's totally do a session. She was like, yeah. And then um, we just, you know, ended up doing one in New Zealand of all places. So that was fab. Hey, what are the differences with working with women as yes. opposed to working in an environment filled with dudes? I think that, so, okay, so... I mean, in we, terms we, of, we love dudes, but, but we, yeah. we really love women. Yeah. <laughs> um, to be honest, I think my experience is... I've been in music video environments where I've just com- felt completely unsafe and it's mostly been males and to the point where, um, you know, I've had entire crews get their phone cameras out and try and take pictures and it just wasn't like a safe feeling environment and stuff and you know that's obviously not the rule for everyone because I've worked with an equal amount of guys that are just absolutely incredible but when I did my music videos and it was all women it's just the most incredibly warm safe environment where I don't feel like and even uh, in terms of music producing as well like I've done I think I've got three tracks two that are going to be coming out, you know, in the future that are um, with female producers and writers. And the sense of equality in the studio is just incredible. I feel like um, we look at each other so equally and it's, a yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't really know how to say it apart from um, safe. And, you know, when I'm working on sets and the, the videos that I've had, I think it's seriously been the past three videos I've done, all female crews. And there is just like, I feel like there's no judgment. It's so warm, very supportive, almost relaxed, which is crazy and not what you would expect. You'd agree. My manager's nodding her head. It's really <laughs> crazy. I feel like, you know, yeah, it's unbelievable. Um, So there's just this beautiful sense of like, I guess, support and warmth. And this is like high stress situations. But truly, it was just the most comfortable I think I've ever felt. It's magic. I think it truly is magic. Like that is just tangible proof of the kind of magic and power that comes from um, women supporting, working together. And you just make the most magic uh creations and then in studio it's the same like I feel like you know there's definitely like I was in the studio yesterday working on a um a song with this amazing producer and I at the end of the session we were just kind of talking and I made a point of just telling him I was like bro seriously like I really enjoy working with you because you do like you know look at me or kind of treat me as 
valuable, which obviously I am, but, you know, on equal ground, which is really, really great. And see what I have to offer. And we just collaborate and it's just bouncing off each other. And it's totally great. But there's definitely something for working with women that is just a really cool vibe. So I just completely like truly if there's a message if anyone out here is listening like whatever gender you identify with it doesn't really matter <laughs> like honestly the, there is such beauty and you will just have so much like value and magic added to whatever project you're doing if you include female identifying people like there's just like a I don't know a, a softness yeah. something really really cool such an attention to detail just a really cool work ethic I think it's built into us that over the years and from our history as women we really do like you know if everyone else has to work here at this level we have to work here and that just comes through it is it is bittersweet that you uh had to take it as as a really nice thing that there was a, a man treating you as an equal but mm. of course we have made huge strides with the women's movement globally very recently I think it's coming to that stage now where we're identifying that it's more about just promoting women. We've got to deal with all the issues at once when it comes to LGBT or gender identity issues, when it comes to race, religion, and ageism, all of these things intersecting with feminism. What's your take on how that's going in the music industry? I mean, of course, you're wearing your Madonna T-shirt. <laughs> She's still doing her thing. <laughs> totally. So I think um, kind of like what I'm... Uh, what we've been speaking about, I feel like the way that I'm seeing it play out is really positive. I think totally there is so much work to do like in the world at large and in our industry to really make sure that we are giving everyone voices. We're not speaking for people. We're letting everyone tell their own stories and just be kind of accounted for and treated as equal. I think in a practical sense for myself, I'm seeing like I've had... Um, Oh, I had this session this year where I was having my vocals tracked for uh, this cover that I'd released. And it was really interesting because a lot of situations I do go into, whether it's like um, sound checks or whatever, I feel that I am uh, almost treated like as if I'm, I don't actually, you know, people just presume that I don't know, you know, or I'm not as in control as, or, or I have as much, you know, involvement with my project and or knowledge with my project is what I do and so I went into the session and at the end of it the guy that was tracking the vocals and producing them said to me wow honestly like I'm really impressed I mean I didn't realize you were that involved in your project and you know usually I do um all of this but you're kind of doing it it's really interesting and I just felt that and I, I've had a couple of other sessions where they've essentially said the exact same thing and and stuff and I just feel like they don't do that to the male artists no but in a positive way mm. it's kind of like that's exactly what kind of has to happen They're I feel notice. like yeah and yeah. so I feel like at large you know, the more we get into those situations or just kind of, you know, do what we do. And as I've learned, I now go into sessions and I'm like, I am a badass bitch. I know what I'm talking about. I do trust that I am so deserving to be there, you know, and when you operate kind of out of that power and stuff, it's definitely a learned thing and you do truly have to switch it on. I just feel the more that we go in and we just 
be ourselves and show um, our, you know, how involved we are and stuff, then, you know, it, it does, you see that it does start what? to click over in people's brains. In fact, to the point where they will tell you. And it's like, okay, so you're literally telling me that you did not think that I, you know, you didn't respect me that much and now you do. And it's like, that kind of sucks. But you know what? It's also really powerful because it just proves that just by us being there and being in that situation, that's how we're going to change the industry. Hey, maybe the next chick, yeah, maybe the next chick will be taken a bit more seriously exactly. the moment she walks in the door. Yeah. I mean, let's talk about your involvement, about your process in creating these songs, getting them laid down and then going out to perform. How has it all evolved from Rome and before then to now? with Candy, which is potentially one of your most boisterous songs today. <laughs> it's um it's different every time for sure. Like um, you know, sometimes I will I'll come with a a little hook, like a little melody. Sometimes I'll come with a lyric. Sometimes I'll have production ideas. And sometimes, you know, I will seek out people just for because I know that they could bring that kind of element and stuff. So it is really different, but I do feel that, um, you know, now I go into situations and I I basically, like, I know exactly what I want when I'm going to go in for candy. I, I kind of, I had this, it was just a feeling, like an energy inside me, and I was like, it's going to be this. And I didn't have lyrics, I didn't have melodies, anything. I just kind of knew the prod vibe and I just knew the attitude, like the sass. And I went in with Josh, who's obviously incredible, and we did Rome together and literally was just like, it's going to be like this and this and this. And then I was like, hand me the mic. And then I spat out essentially every, not in the order, but every melody that's in Candy. I just, it happened and it was the quickest easiest song that I've ever done and which is so hilarious and I feel like that is testament to what happens when you really do just let go it's not about relinquishing control because I completely had it but it was more just that confidence that I knew exactly what I wanted like that vision and it truly did come to life I just in the space of a couple of hours it was it was done you know I went home and kind of sat and tweaked all my lyrics and everything but I knew exactly what it, it was to be and that was what was so exciting so I feel like that's kind of the new era that I'm in at the moment and well, that you're hearing I feel just various like creatives and artists and producers just start to really let go and um, that's what people are craving people like want something that's different it's almost like we're always ticking 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 trying to scan for something that's really refreshing that we've never seen before and I feel like when you do that people just flock and love it like I mean yeah it's really freeing it's powerful I feel like we need to take a listen to Candy right now Kaya, you've given us so much food for thought there, so much wonderful music to dance around to and uh, really be inspired by on a deeper level. Thank you. It's been fabulous to chat. I mean, I could talk to you for hours more, so I think we're going to have to get you back for <laughs> another podcast edition when you're done touring. Tell us about those upcoming plans before we wrap up. Yeah, I'm honestly, I am in studio 
tonight, like every single day, just making amazing music for you. So please, I hope that you love the music and stream it and um, support me and all the other um, amazing artists that are out there. Um, We appreciate it. And just do you and be yourself. Love you all. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's been really beautiful. So guys... Taya's new single, Candy, is out now on all the platforms. So make sure you get out there and support her by streaming and downloading it as much as you can. And don't forget, Women in Pop magazine issue 5 with Pink on the cover is out now. Alongside Pink, there's features on Belinda Carlisle, Cher, Jess Kent, Candy Phoenix, Emma Louise and loads more. Online, we do have a wonderful interview with Thea already done. It's been very inspiring. And there are some great behind-the-scenes pics of all the podcasts we've recorded over 2018 in the latest issue. It's available now in a newsagent near you. Or, of course, don't forget, you can buy online at womenandpop.com forward slash subscribe. Thank you for listening. Until next time, goodbye. <laughs>